0: Good evening and welcome to the November 16, 2022 Planning Board meeting in the Salem meeting room at Memorial Hall. May I get a motion to open the meeting?
1: Motion oh. to open.
0: Second. Joe? Oh, we have to vote you in. Never aye. mind. I forgot, Joe. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. <laughs> David? Aye. And I'm an aye. I'd like to make a motion that we allow Mr. Amrine to participate remotely. Can I get a Second. Second. Kathy. Aye. Jim. Aye. David. Aye. And I'm an aye. Joe, welcome to the meeting. The first item of a scheduled hearing is for Canton Holdings, LLC, Revolution Way. I believe um, Mr. Plant and uh, Mr. DelVecchio here to speak on the matter.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair. Members of the board. I think you've seen these, but I have extra copies. I added a rendition
3: of what I said. It
1: actually looked like the right. <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you, Victor. That's great. That was one of my questions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so thank you. I mean, I'll, I'll first talk about the terrorists. Um, The whole purpose of this terrace is to uh, provide a a great place basically to integrate the outdoors, the common and the indoors. Um, It it really opens up the space. We view it as a flexible gathering uh, space for group activities and small events. It would have two spotting um, periscopes, which would focus on locations on our site. The original location, for example, of where Revere's house was. People are curious about that we'd have three interpretive signs up there the interpretive signs have been a huge hit at the site and we would have some more um, um information there native american uh, history etc we haven't picked them yet but we would provide the content and, and Canton can holdings would uh, install them um, we would uh, expand the size of the building what we did with respect to the historic draft horse barn was we maintained the profile that was a good thing the downside is it, it gave us little space to do other things and this really opens it up it will f- facilitate philanthropic volunteer donor and uh, rental opportunities because it's a nice addition to this it visually enhances uh, the visitor experience and it's recommended in our 2021 um, master plan consultants report it was specifically identified as something we should consider so we were pursuing it <clears> the <throat> shed is really something that we need because Spaces at a premium in that location. We did maintain the exact dimensions of the draft horse barn But as a result Given the needs of a a modern building and elevators staircases, etc. We don't have a lot of space for things like storage Um, uh, and um, uh, We want to maintain the profile so we have things like equipment um, tables um, uh, display cases artifacts children's um, games that we use during the heritage festival a number of things we can't easily fit in there and we were housing some things in the stairwell but we've discovered that that's not compliant with fire code so we can't do that so we've now removed it and we really don't want to keep things out in the public view because i think that that detracts from the visitor experience to see your stuff where you should have exhibits and while we're not quite there yet in terms of museum uh, we don't want that to be aired out so we thought uh, uh shed would provide us with the opportunity to allow some storage and the and the volunteers and this is all volunteer work we carry it to and from whenever we need it so in short that's that's the summary of what we have and what we need and i've attached a one uh, picture of just what it will look like it'll match the yellow color of the barn it'll have um the uh the 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 small um, windows on the top just to provide some light it's a double door on one end the gable end a single door on the other. Um, it's eight foot four inches in height on the sides, so it's not terribly big, but it's big enough at the peak, which is it's called the Victorian shed, to allow us to stick some of our our, our display cases in there as needed. And that's it. I'm happy to answer any questions.
0: <clears throat> any uh, Mr. Houston, do you have any comments on the matter?
2: Uh, Madam
4: Chair, we did take a look at this. Mr. Plant was kind enough to drop off some copies, and due to the Small scale of the improvements, we said that it does not require an engineering review, so we really have no comments on it other than it looks like a good project. So,
0: Thank you. Any other board members wish to speak on the matter?
4: Nothing
1: from me.
0: No, I'm all set to. Jim? I just had um, two questions, and it may be a list of materials that I somehow missed. In reference to the patio itself, is this impervious or pervious block that's being used?
2: Pervious, pervious,
0: pervious. Okay. And my second question is in reference to the shed, which I noticed in the original photograph was: Is this going to be on a concrete pad or is it going to be on a crushed stone pad?
2: Concrete pad. It is. Okay. Yep.
0: Okay. That was my only two questions.
2: <clears throat> Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Okay. Now, well, the uh, board, <clears throat> you know, we had to make application to the uh, zoning board to amend the existing special permit. Uh, Will this board send a recommendation or a vote or we will, something? I can
0: vote on that. I, I uh, make a motion that we send a recommendation for the modification to the site. I'll second. David. Aye. Joe. Aye. Jim.
2: Aye.
0: Kathy. Aye. And I'm an aye. You thank you. Thank that. you so much. You're thank welcome. Good
2: evening. You as
1: well. Thank you.
0: Put to the surety bond. Our, it was just a placement. We already did that bond. Yeah, I thought we did. Yeah, just a place. You
1: done the heading was. Not
0: I would like to make a motion that we open item number two, Albert Road, Whitetail's estate. Stephanie LaPolito. Second. second. David. Aye. Joe. Aye. Jim. Aye. Kathy. Aye. And I'm an I. Stephanie, you're welcome to sit down. Thank you.
1: You can do it from either location. Well,
0: you'd have to grab a microphone yeah, if you do. Either way.
1: <laughs> She's like, "I don't want to sit down. I want That's to stand fine. over here.": we
4: all the work Tom
0: Could you hold on for just one second? Sorry, The hallway noise.
1: They're going down the stairs now, so:
0: Apologies. That's Thank great. you.:
1: And I think our final thing was our conservation certificate of compliance, which I gave to Tom and Karen yesterday which was recorded
4: with the Registry of Deeds. Mr. Houston, Were there any other items that need to be addressed? Uh, No, Madam Chair. We had a memo that was dated back on November 4th. There were eight items to be completed, and at this point in time, all of those items have been satisfactorily completed. We also recommended to the Conservation Commission that they grant a certificate of compliance. So we have no comments at this time.
0: Any of the board members have a question or comment on the matter? No, I'm okay with it.
1: I have nothing. Thank you.
0: So, would anybody like to make a motion uh, that we release the bond for twenty? Was it the amount is twenty-two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars? So moved. Second. Jim. Aye. Kathy. Aye. Joe. Aye. David. Aye. And I'm an I. So we will go ahead and do the short sure, the bond release letter um and release the funds to you do you have anything else you want to have addressed today and that closes out the whole subdivision correct yes so we're done okay <laughs> yes.
3: we'll miss you
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> every six months you come back <laughs> so just kind of have have
0: coffee just... with karen i mean just <laughs> We're done. <laughs> okay. thank you thank you very much have you
1: nice? thank you you too have fun at disney oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> We're on to, I'll make a motion that we're on to item number three of the schedule hearings, 15, 20, uh, 45 Dan Road. Can I get a 2nd A I'll second. David?
1: Aye.
0: Joe? Aye. Kathy? Aye. Jim? Aye. And I'm an aye. Good evening. Nice to see you again. Good evening. Um, so, from our last meeting, there were a few clarifications that Mr. Tom Houston asked for um, in our um, analysis that we prepared. Um, we just clarified on the labels for the drainage areas, um, confirmed the, the total suspended solids removal rates um, and we achieved 25% um, in each drainage area um, and also made some minor plan edits um, that he had questions about. Um, and we submitted those to him last week and we received a letter yesterday
5: um, accepting all of those changes.
0: Thank you. I did see that information. Did anybody have any comments or questions on that? Before we go to Mr. Houston, Mr. Houston.
4: I think uh, the presentation just made uh, adequately summarizes where we are. We had some remaining questions, particularly about the extent of the drainage area that was being served and uh, making sure that the uh, uh, hoods were being placed in catch basins making sure that the hoods made a proper seal with the catch basin so that no uh, particulates, oils, and greases would escape. All that has been addressed at this juncture. So I think we would uh, uh, recommend a favorable recommendation if the board uh, so pleases.
0: I, th- I think the only um, question I had was on 14, but uh, I understand that, that you're going to try and diminish having a number of uh, trips per day, try not to make so many single trips per day, and you're gonna try and work on that, which is great. I think that was my only other concern that we discussed last time. Did anybody else have any comments that they wish to make?
4: No?
1: No, I'm good.
0: Would anybody like to make a motion that we send a positive recommendation over to the Zoning Board? So moved. A second. David? Aye. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. Joe aye. and I'm an eye. Thank you. We'll right. get that for so We'll much. get that letter drafted and we'll send you. it over. Great. Thank, Thank you, you very much. And on to item number four, I'd like to make a motion that we open 25 Nasser Ahmed Road Vertex Towers mm-hmm. assets. Can I get a second? I'll second. David?
2: Aye.
0: Joe? Aye. Jim? Aye. Kathy? Aye. And I'm an aye. Good evening. If you could identify yourself, please, for us. Good evening. My name
5: is Francis Parisi, an attorney representing the applicant vertex tower assets. I also have Tom Johnson, the civil engineer who designed the project. Um, We're here tonight because we've applied to the zoning board for a use variance and a special permit to construct a what you call a wireless telecommunications facility, but everyone else in the world calls it a cell tower at the uh, uh, Canton Fish and Game down at the southern end of town, but on the Sharon border. Um, The access is actually through Sharon uh, on Nasser Ahmed Road uh, coming in uh, underneath the power line easement and into the the, uh, rod and gun Comp property. We submitted a very extensive application to the zoning board I gave the planning board everything. Everybody got everything the same thing. Uh, we submitted copies to Mr. Houston for review. Uh, he had several uh, questions and comments that we just responded to today. Uh, and uh, uh, I have revised site plans. If you want to look at them, uh, they would uh, uh, mostly ministerial type revisions to address some concerns raised by Mr. Houston, mostly plan notes. Uh, really his comments were quite um, um, reasonable and easy to address. Uh, The facility itself. um, The only reason why we need a variance from the zoning board is because we're not we're in a residential zone and uh, cell towers in town are are restricted to commercial and industrial zones. Uh, So we require a use variance but we meet all the other requirements of the zoning bylaw with respect to cell towers height setback all the other design criteria and things like that. So we're not anticipating any issues at the uh, uh, Zoning board level. Uh, I've had several conversations with the, the building commissioner. I've, uh, uh, we've been working on this for years. Uh, uh, as you can imagine, the site is very challenging. There are wetlands there. Um, uh, uh, access and everything issues. Our engineers have been there. Dozens of times and, and worked out all the, the I think uh, we know we we're not Um, I believe a little bit of the construction area is in a a Riverfront wetlands buffer Mm -hmm. uh, and so we know we need to go to the conservation Commission but uh, my mission is to go to the zoning board first and get zoning board approval and introduce the project to the zoning board before we go to the conservation commission we don't foresee that the conservation commission will have any issues. Uh, The the engineers have done uh, you know stormwater runoff mitigation and erosion control and things like that so uh, but it's always our Desire to go to the zoning board first and introduce the project before we subject to the uh, conservation commission. Uh, to uh, the, you know, it, the, it's a public hearing, we understand that. We just want to go to the zoning board first, right? So, at this point, uh, I don't know the project. Would you mind give
0: passing them out if you don't mind, so, so the board can take a quick look at them? Yeah. Um,
5: Unfortunately, I only printed out five copies. Kathy's told me there's only five tonight, but uh, uh, <clears throat> Thank you.
0: Now, the comments that you have there, are those the ones, did you just respond to Tom's comments from today? Is that what that is? Or is Yeah,
5: the, uh, we had submitted a full sp- uh, package back in October. Uh, these, no, are just, I'm, I'm yeah, these are the revised copies.
0: The ones... Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. The,
5: the memo that you have right there is what we just submitted today.
0: Thank you. Okay.
5: There's nothing new that I didn't send to Kathy earlier today.
6: Yeah, I
3: need just that and uh, that one. Thank you.
6: Thanks.
4: I have it memorized.
5: I don't know whether you've had a chance to review the site plans previous to tonight, and and I'll just why don't I just have Tom highlight the changes from the previous design. Uh, Mr. Houston had uh, um, minor comment, uh, mostly plan notes with respect to construction activity. Uh, Tom, why don't you highlight the changes that you did from the last design?
0: That would be great. Sure.
6: So uh, good evening, I'm Tom Johnson with Proterra Design Group. Um, <clears throat> what you have in front of you is a set of updated plans that are dated 11-15-22. Those um, include revisions um, based upon uh,
4: um,
6: uh, comments received from Mr. use. Most of these, as um, Fran has pointed out, um, are, are pretty minor in... in in nature, but maybe the easiest thing is just to run through the list and we can point where they are on the plans and, and what we did to address them. Um, some of these are, um, for example, the number one, if you're looking at the, uh, the letter with the red responses here. Um, number one is, is more zoning board issue. <clears throat> um, number six, um, brought up the question of, as to whether, um, a stockade fence made sense all the way around the proposed compound. The compound is, um, it's a stone, a wash stone over, um, over a weed block fabric based on the site conditions. It's also built into the hillside. So it has a, um, on three sides, it's got a retaining wall that goes up to about seven feet tall. So on 3 sides, it's got retaining wall On the front face of that we've proposed a stockade fence and around the back on top of the retaining wall, we've proposed a, um, a chain link fence. The the chain link fence side um, faces south um, and that side also has a, a pretty good vegetated buffer from there to the transmission line and then to uh, into the public way. So I guess our response to that comment was we feel like Nobody will be able to see the base of this tower um, off property, anyways. um, um, There was a comment about um, making sure that the the tower was designed um, in accordance with um, code regulations by a um, certified professional engineer in Massachusetts. and that it be based upon uh, site-specific geotechnical information. We've included that note as requested. Um, it's on sheet D1 of the plans. It's a big box note. <clears throat> the way the process works is once a tower is approved, um, and actually in this case we've done some site-specific geotechnical borings already. That information is sent to a tower company, and they design the steel for the tower based upon. The exact location where it is, and and all the environmental loads that come along with it—the wind. um, So the point here is um, we've we've kind of captured that on these plans. The time we go um, apply for a building permit, uh, structural stamp set of plans will also be included in that application to the building inspector. Um, That note is the box note on the elevation view on sheet D1. Um, Note number eight on this this review. Asked us to calculate the cut and fill volumes of the site, and then back that out into the number of trucks, just to give an idea of how much traffic would be coming and going up and down the road. Um, you know, as you can see, the the like I mentioned, the compound itself is cut, cut into the hillside. Um, there's not a lot of level area on the site, and, and um, in order to create an area for uh, not only the base of the tower and the foundation of the tower, but also for each one of the cell phone carriers to put their ground equipment, we call it ground equipment. Um, we needed to create a little bit more of a level area. So to do that, we we, we surrounded an area with retaining walls level it out. Um, <clears throat> that our our um, our plan here is to take most of that material that we remove when we level out that area and um, create an extended berm there's a a shooting range on the site. Our plan is to kind of supplement the berm at the top of that shooting range and further separate the shooting range from the um, from the tower area. We are we are up to the side of the shooting range anyways. um, But it seemed like a good place to use the material but also kind of supplement the berm there. So most of that's going to be maintained on site. There is a net cut volume of 609 cubic yards. Um, that kind of backs out to 27 truck trips worth of material off of the site. We also have to bring in, um, once we install the foundation, which goes below grade, we bring in a, a, we call a structural fill material that sits on top of that foundation. It allows it to be compacted. Um, that fill volume is 212 cubic yards, which, um, I think equates to nine, nine truckloads. So um, I think we're estimating around 35, 36 total truckloads in and out worth of uh, fill coming and going from the site. Um, In addition, during construction, uh, like I mentioned, we'll pour a, a concrete foundation below grade, and that'll have concrete trucks for one, probably one morning where the concrete trucks come in and go into the site. Uh, Anyways, we've provided those numbers in the response letter here. Uh, Item number 9. Asks us to just stipulate that uh, if there is to be a generator on site that it should be uh, propane uh, fired. Uh, We've included that on uh, in notes on sheet A3. um note number 10 had to do or, or comment number 10 had to do with um, uh, hours of use of the road um, uh, in time for traffic um, we've included that note on sheet ec1 um, and, and capture that on the plan. It just um, it notes that it's through a residential area and um Prohibited between 8 p.m. and 7 a.m. or otherwise is regulating the camp general law. So we've we'll captured that note and included it on the plan set as requested. Our note number 11 asked us to um, calculate some runoff that we expected to be um, from the two year storm event um, into uh, a drainage swale. What we propose on top of this. In uh, south of this um, compound is a drainage swale, which will catch runoff and divert it from the uh, from, from the compound area. Um, with that, we've we've um, taken these um, two year, twenty four hour storm precipitation uh, and calculated um, what would, would to be zero point nine three cubic feet per second of of um, storm flow through that swale in stormwater numbers. It's a pretty small volume of water that we're talking about. It was a good exercise just to understand how much water and flow we expected to, to come through that. Um, we've provided those numbers in this response here. Um, number 12 asks us to include some dimensions on the um, on the discharge. So that swale goes to what we call a plunge pool. And then it has a reinforced perimeter. Uh, it's it's where the water goes once it gets to the bottom of the swale. What we've done is um, included those dimensions on the detail sheet, a little more uh, site specific information. Right, and then this goes along with note number 13, which asked us to reinforce the slope downstream of uh, downhill of that. Um, We call it a plunge pool with a level spreader. So downhill of that level spreader. We've also provided a detail to reinforce the slope just to make sure any water that trickles out of that plunge pool doesn't have any potential for erosion of the slope. Um, And that's captured on sheet A3 as well. And there's a detail on sheet D2 (coughs) as to what that turf reinforcement looks like. Um, Note number 14 asks for an operation and maintenance plan and long-term pollution prevention plan for the tower compound. So these stormwater features that we've included in the design also come with some maintenance requirement as as most civil infrastructure does. Um, This response was sent earlier this morning since then we had time to finish the completion of the O&M plan and and that's one of these um, staple packages that you receive. Um, what that does is just outlines how each one of the features on the site plan will be maintained and things that will be inspected over time to make sure it operates the way it's supposed to. Um, I believe that includes both during and then after construction for the life of the project. Um, 15 and 16 are more coordination comments that um, Aren't plan specific here. (coughs) Number 18 um, asked us to make sure we include the 200 foot riverfront zone on the plans, and we've since uh, updated that here. And as Attorney Parisi's mentioned, um, there are portions of this project that are within the 200 foot riverfront area, and we understand that we'll need to provide an application to the Conservation Commission for review and approval of that work. Um, beyond that, note number 19 has to do um, just with the use of the facility during the, the uh, time when the tower is stacked. Um, generally, the tower will go up in a morning. It comes in, um, in this case, it will come in probably three sections. And the crane will uh, show up offloaded on the truck, and uh, the foundation is already there waiting. The, the crane picks and stacks one. They slip the next one on. They slip the next one on. It would be literally generally done uh, within a morning. So um, there will be some coordination with the, the, you know, the property owners and their use of the facility, but we don't expect it to be a major uh, interruption to their daily routines or operations. Note um, number 20 um, asks us to add a note to the plans um, is that we specify that the gravel access drive is to be inspected the, at the end of construction and repaired as required uh, to provide all weather access. Um, that's something that we generally do as part of our normal course, but we've included that and captured that on the plans on sheet EC1. Generally, on a on a site like this where there is a, um, a gravel driveway and we'll inspect it at the start of construction with the contractor um, and document the state of the existing road and then we'll inspect it again at the end make sure any any damage that may or could have happened along uh, is addressed uh, prior to us leaving the site so um, uh, note number 21 had to do with um, the erosion controls, I, I believe we may have had uh, a silt fence or a, a bale, a straw bale. Um, I think it noted that the preferences for both a silt fence and a straw bale. We've included that and incorporated that into the erosion control sheets and the notes and the details so that it's a it's both. And those um, That barrier is proposed to surround the limit of the work. There are wetlands on the property, but on the anywhere on the downhill side of the limit of the work that interrupts any potential flow from the construction sites to the wetland border. And then the last few here, 22, A, B, C, D, um, those had to do with, we had a number of um, erosion control notes on our plans. these ask for minor adjustments to them. Um, Note number a asks that we update the inspections to um, reflect a weekly uh, inspection. Um, And and that's been updated. Note number B um, asked had to do with stockpile areas and the time with which a a soil stockpile area um, can sit without being stabilized. We've adjusted that time accordingly to 10 days. Uh, Note number five and under um, number C had to do with the location of any of those soil stockpile areas to make sure they're at least 100 feet away from the the wetland buffer area uh, from the wetland line. We've updated that note. Number D um, has to do with just specifying vegetation to be used for permanent stabilization. And that's been also updated. Those are all on the erosion control sheet and the the general notes. But we've gone through each one of those in details and kind of updated them to the Canton County standards. Uh, And note number twenty-three was um, just a request to make sure that any of the construction equipment refueling, um, either the vehicle needed to be done in a way that. Prevented uh, over an impervious spill containment area for the refueling or off site. So uh, we've included that on note sheet EC1 as well. Um, which makes sense on a site where there are some some wetland areas. In it that's is one area during construction that uh, needs to have some careful. Uh, uh, procedures in place for so we've incorporated that into plans and, and um, Kind of a real quick run through of questions, comments, and revisions that are the plans as a result. And
0: seeing on the plan, thank you, that's very
6: helpful as well. Um,
0: Mr. Houston, do you have any comments and questions? Com- well, um- I always have comments. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs>
4: I'm, I'm trained to do that. Yes, so. exactly. And I did want to mention as a personal aside that years ago, as a member of the Sharon Planning Board, I approved Nasser Ahmed Road subdivision. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, I don't know whether it was clear in the presentation, but we did receive uh, the updated materials today, and we did issue a final report. I think we did that about 5 o'clock, so I doubt people have really had a chance to, uh, to read it. But we do believe that all of the issues that we raised Uh, in our comments have been uh, satisfactorily uh, addressed. I could add that the plans were very detailed, very well done, so uh, it's just a matter of doing a few refinements uh, with these uh, comments. The only thing I did want to make you aware of, I know normally Uh, the board wants the final sign off from the police and fire chief the applicant has provided plans to them but they don't have the final answer right now so I think this is a fairly straightforward project I doubt there are significant police or fire uh, concerns here but uh, final letters out here at this juncture
0: thank you were there any members of the board that wish to speak on it
4: Yes,
1: please, if I could, Madam Chair. Sure. Um, just to, sure. It's more of a procedural going back to what um, the counselor indicated. Um, normally, we go to conservation and planning. I'm going to say at the same time, but I don't literally mean the same time, but they're working together. The, the Attorney indicated that they're waiting until after zoning uh, for getting hmm. some general consensus from zoning. I personally would rather see us go as a vote say, want, I'd rather have them come back one meeting, but that they have at least a prize conservation that they're planning on doing this project. And I personally would also, and often we agree that, it, that the police chief and the fire chief are in assignment, but we haven't gotten any sense of their commentary yet. And I'd like to see some commentary before I vote to approve the project.
3: So my problem is, this is single residence? Yes. Mm. So, you know, to me, you know, they're prohibited there. And, um, you know, three residential lots, like I tried to, I, I just couldn't get down there and see it. Like, three residential lots, like, isn't very much to me. I mean, I'm up on York Street, and we have pretty big lots. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a fan just because of where it is, so
1: just remember we're, zo- we're not doing the zoning end of it we're
3: well but I, but the whole thing is my interpretation of my job
1: mm-hmm.
3: is th- we give a positive recommendation well my recommendation could, could be, be positive if it's in an industrial area and negative if it's in a residential don't disagree but you, right. mentioned, the so, zone, you mentioned the zoning i was just curious i wanted to make sure it was a single residence that's yeah. all
1: no you're correct
0: jim did you have any questions comments
5: has Sharon had any input? Um, they actually own land that abuts, right. and so they are notified as a 300-foot abutter. And I think they get notice of all uh, applications that come through Canton as well, um, and they have not commented yet. I, uh, uh, I don't even know if they've gotten the abutter notices yet because our planning board hearing, our zoning board hearing is not for two weeks, so they might have just been getting it now uh i don't foresee them having any issue uh, the uh um
3: the neighborhoods down there
5: don't well uh, well the abutters uh, will have a chance to speak at the zoning board meeting absolutely uh, but to be honest i i think they've either just gotten or will be getting their abutter notices soon
6: maybe just as a um, overall geography and i'm sure you know the area better there is a a transmission line structure that runs adjacent to this property, between mm-hmm. this property and those residential properties that you, you you're, you're talking about there. So, and each one of those has a, uh, a lattice structure, right. number of of similar height to what. we're
0: Joe, did you have any questions or comments you wanted to make? No, I
5: didn't. Not this time.
0: Okay, thank you. I just had two concerns that I wanted to bring up. One being the fact that yes, you're going to have a generator on the site, but it is located in a subdivision. What is the decibel amount for that generator once it kicks on? The only reason I'm asking is, is having experienced it during a hurricane. I've heard how loud they can be. So (laughs) I want to know considering how close they're going to be. I know they already hear the sports club with with the shooting. We hear it. You hear it at the mall some days. But i'm just curious because it's going to be something that would be on maybe the only thing they hear if we lose power, how loud is that going to be, I, if I'm you know the best book
5: and then Tom will answer more specifically. Um, the generator is the third power source, uh, these will be powered by traditional electrical service one uh, two. Um, the equipment always has backup batteries in the event of a short term power failure that might last 12 to 15 hours. For 99% of the uh, power failures that we would get, in the event of an extended power failure, there will be a generator on site. But like I said, it's a third form. It's not like a continuous type of thing. Uh, maybe Tom can address that. If you could
0: failures. look re- research that and find out what the decimal cap yep, would so, um, be for that.
6: Each carrier makes that decision. And some of that decision is based upon how much, um, how many other sites they have in the area. In this particular case, Verizon is, is here as, uh, on the plans, as interested in the site. They're not proposing a generator. <clears throat> the next carrier could very well propose a generator. Those, um, generally, a decibel level is, it depends on the exact model, but in general, it's 40 to 50 they call it dBA. One of the things that mitigates noise would be <clears throat> the fact that it has a um, 7 foot retaining wall around 3 sides of it. So it's not sitting bald on top of a bald mountain and projecting out. It's it's down um, surrounded, but um, the other thing that mitigates noise is distance from the source to whoever listening to it and the type of vegetated cover between that noise source and say the property line or the next house. So in, in this case, there is a decent um, separation from that unit um, to the the next property line or to the to the owners.
0: but so that even though it's proposed in in the plans that there would be a generator you don't don't for sure if there is going to be one I um, thought that's why would we bring it up if it's going to be a generator it's going to be propane
6: the, we provide a um, we provide a, a space for up to four carriers in a plan for up to four carriers in if one of them and it's likely that one of them will want one and the the note is if any of them come along and ask for one it's required that they use propane here instead of a diesel generator
0: but is there any way to determine from previous ones what the decibel level would be I'm asking because having even it was actually cell towers that we heard the generators from sure yeah so when I was in Canada during that lovely hurricane that happened you could hear the the, yep. the cell tower. Yep.
6: Generators, Gen- generators definitely produce noise right that's a, a 50 DB is is the, the number from um, that is is an average number to based on exactly which model. Um, we could study that further to tell you how what that level is at the property line generally it's it's below what a town requires um, at a property line for that. But you've seen it, generally the issue, the noise comes on when the power is out. And right. Same, your neighbor probably has one when the power is out, and it's more of an emergency situation than a daily run of it.
0: Exactly. No, just, that's just one of my concerns. My other concern is in reference to um, the, the perimeter fence, which is great, stockade fence. And I know this is going to probably be brought up with conservation. We ask that there be a gap at the bottom for wildlife concerns. I don't know if it's ever addressed with anybody else or any other towns, but just to make sure, you know, if something gets caught in there, God forbid somebody's cat even goes in there. They have no way of getting if they get stuck in, just leave. I believe it's a six inch gap, at least at the entrance of of the actual fence.
5: Um, we can certainly accommodate that. Okay, That was a condition. Uh, just to adjust Mr. McCarthy's comment with respect to the timing of things. Uh, we have to go to zoning, which I believe has primary jurisdiction here. Uh, with the zoning bylaw, we have to go to planning for site plan review, and we have to go to conservation commission. Uh, uh, my experience with going to conservation first is that butters get notified of a notice of intent, and they want to sell tower. What's it going to look like? Who's it going to be? What's it going to do? Noise, uh, all these other issues that are really zoning and planning issues, and conservation commissions get freaked out by because they just want to look at the stormwater runoff and the erosion control. That, Tom has done so our practices go to conservation afterwards um, or at least after we go to the zoning board to open it to make sure that those people that have questions ask it at the proper form the, the zoning board level uh, uh, we've actually never had issues we build sites near wetlands all the time it's just the nature of what we build and where we have to go and finding because you require land that requires what we call tower height setback so 120 feet in all directions I don't think there's many lots in Canton that would satisfy that, that have been already been built for some uh, use. So we run into wetland all the time. And and our engineers are very uh, uh, adept at anticipating stormwater runoff and uh, erosion control. So we don't anticipate any issues. We know we have to go to them. Uh, I don't mind leaving this open until we go back to them. I just wanted to just make sure any other issues get resolved now so that we can um, do this more efficiently.
6: It could be concurrently. To one yeah. opens, questions are there, and then the other is filed with conservation. Okay. That's just a kind and of I, chicken and egg question.
0: I still had one more matter that I wanted to bring up. Um, I know you mentioned um, not having, w- possibly having the viewpoint or the actual view of what it would look like in the neighborhood, and that I don't know how the other members feel. That was something I would like to see because it is a neighborhood that's going to see it all the time. And I'm sure zoning boards may ask even the same question. But I because it is site review, we are site review, we would like to see what it's going to look like.
5: I I agree with that. I'm not ducking the issue. It's just uh, uh, I could take a picture from here. And then somebody says what's it gonna look like over here. So I just wanted to get your input, the whole, you know, Mr. Houston's input as to where people would be most concerned about uh, so that we could uh, address it all uh, at one time
0: specifically the neighborhood what the view will be for the neighbors that are going to have to live with this or the I mean. closest house yeah yes the closest homes <laughs> that are ne- that are near it exactly i'm not concerned about businesses i'm not concerned obviously the location we obviously we know that the high wires are there we know that the, you know we hear the hel- lovely helicopters going and do maintenance on them so we know it goes on down in that location that's true so <laughs> We're aware of that, but but these these are individuals that are going to have to live with us, and whether it's Canton residents, whether it's Sharon residents, it should be be a viewpoint that we should be able to see and say, okay, this is what they're going to have to live with, before I can even think of making any sort of decision. But anybody else want to chime in?
1: No, I you made you made some you made some great points. I think I made my points. I would I would also add um uh and i had forgot to say this before um i mean essentially i know where it is um i don't know if it warrants that we do a site plan walk i don't know if it needs to be all it certainly doesn't need to be necessarily all five of us but i I would like
3: to go see it i I meant to get down there and i
1: just (laughs) That's two, so we don't have to publicize that we're going to go do it. But we just have to coordinate it with them. Um, I I don't know, Patty or Jim, if you want to do a site I'm I'm familiar with the site.
5: The only thing, uh, it it definitely has to be coordinated. The answer is yes. Um, I'm reluctant to encourage you to go walk down there because it is a rotting gun club. Right. right. And unless you're wearing orange and don't wear uh, 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 coonskin hats, Yes. um, uh, we don't want know. to be
0: target practice. Yes, I understand. I, I, we understand. I have actually
5: never you driven past the gate. I've never driven past no. the gate for that <laughs> see, reason.
0: I thought you could drive down the
3: road. No, well, you can,
1: but you're not going to be able to see the, yeah, site the side.
3: the it itself is. where the gun goes. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay.
5: You can drive down um, Nasser Ahmed Road uh, and then under the power line easement to the actual property, and then there's a gate, gate yeah. that restricts you from going farther into the property because of that. Uh, yeah, so yeah. The, the answer is yes. That's all I was going to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not encouraging anyone to go by themselves. That's no,
3: all. no. I just wanted to kind of see where the neighborhoods were in conjunction to the.
5: I'm just, I
1: would like to do a sidewalk so we can coordinate that.
0: Jim, are you interested in doing a sidewalk? <clears throat>
1: City knew it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm familiar with the site, but I'd be the, the answer is yeah,
5: so absolutely, absolutely okay. yes.
1: Yeah. So if, if if it is the three of us, we need to do a public notice on that on it i don't have to go though <laughs> well it's up to you I'm but it's not... okay
3: to do a public notice it's not a big deal yeah. no we just
0: let them
1: let
3: people I'd know be that, rather that it. because then if um, um, i've a does want to come they can come
1: right. that's right yeah no i uh, yeah I'm, I'm i was just indicating that that's uh, that's what happens
4: just logistically you sort of have to view it from two points of view and they're substantially separated you got to get down Nasser Ahmed Road in Sharon, which is off Route 27. Right. Then you come in the other way to Highland Road, I believe. And I, I'm not sure how you get there, but the, the Highland Road in Canton is actually more remote from the site than than the Sharon lots. So. Huh. Okay. But they're both a matter of I'm trying to think of the five hundred feet, seven hundred feet. They're not right on top of the tower. They're pretty close. I'm sure you can see it. Um, one no, of the comments have... we made was, is it going to be lighted? And that the answer is no. No, I saw that, the 200 yeah. feet. Yeah, I know they normally aren't at that height, but I didn't know, you know. Uh, I actually measured that uh, Norwood Airport is two miles away, so I didn't know whether the, oh, the dr- relative proximity of the airport would cause them to light it. But uh, So at the bottom
1: of Highland, where and I'm assuming you're referring to Highland where Pondview is, when you're at the bottom of Highland, at the, at the bend, how far from that bend will the tower be?
4: From memory, 700 feet, but I don't have the plant right in front of me. I think it's about 700. I think, I
6: think that's about seven, 800 feet. From... Um, you can see that on the A1 sheet. Um, in the top the top of the page, you can see Highland Street and Pond View yeah. and the yeah. towers. Um,
1: you're talking about this on this sheet.
6: Yeah. For the third, I'm ceiling. looking at it on a map on oh, the, okay. of the town
1: yeah. on, on the iPad. Yes, yeah, so that's the bend of Highland where Pondview then goes back up.
6: Yes. Yep.
1: So 700 feet off of one of those parcels. So the corner parcel, the one that says 12-42, where the pool is, is probably or parcel 12-45.
6: I think yeah. I think those two on from that side would be the closest on the on the, um, the southern side. We have a dimension of 400. Trying to think of the view
1: that they have. I can't remember how quickly it drops off. It drops off pretty quickly back there. I think, if I
6: remember correctly. To the, the view, if you um, to the south of that, from the power site, it goes up hill and uh, under the power lines and then back down to, to the road on the other side. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't know. The I did direction. forget
1: that that Highland came that low. That's what I had forgotten we we'll have to look at Jim for those things. <laughs> Since he knows every street. Like how
3: much of this will they really see?
1: 120 feet.
3: So they will definitely see it. Yeah.
5: Not necessarily.
3: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I just don't...
5: Um, the, when you have trees in your backyard, you see the tree. And if there's a 120-foot tower behind it, you don't see that. Uh, where you tend to see these things is when there's a vista. And unfortunately, for example, the people on Nasser Ahmed behind their house is a clearing with the power line easement.
3: Right. Yeah, I know where those all are back there. They have
5: a tree right Right. in front of their face. Right. They have a tree 150 or 200 feet back. They might have some visibility to it, but there's also going to be, you know, 60 to 80 foot trees, so they might see the top of it. Right. They're also looking at that through the power lines and through the... uh, the transmission pole so yeah uh,
3: yeah uh, that's the only yeah that's the only thing I'm thinking with the transmission the, lines anyway
6: the, the best way to, to to visualize that is to, to do the, the balloon test mm-hmm. and and create those simulations that we yeah. would talk about
1: so well I would say that I ask. I'll make a motion that we this to the next meeting hoping that at that point there I would love so for to them to the do site
0: walk do and, and meet the Site with the items that we brought up tonight yeah. the
1: police yeah, and, fire and, and do a site walk
0: and I'll second that so we'll move you to
3: so, December
5: Hold on one second. When is the next meeting? And December the only I 7th. Ask that is because we're in front of the zoning board on December 1st. So I assume okay. it's after that. Yeah, they're not going to approve you in one meeting, anyways. I, I know that.
0: December 7th. So our next
5: meeting is August 3rd of no, 2023. No. <laughs> <Right. laughs> okay. December and, 7th. Right. Uh, December 7th? December 7th. Okay. And then uh, we will have not oh, been. <laughs> We would not have been done or even started the Conservation Commission process yet. So, uh, you can call
1: them and have a conversation with them, and they will happily call us and go, We understand they're doing. I mean, we communicate with each other. So, it's, it's
4: uh, I copied Reagan on the report. Yeah.
5: So. Right. Like I said, I uh, thank you, sir. Uh, I just wanted the abutters uh, to go to the planning, the zoning board meeting first, um, to whatever questions Help. they have. Uh, before they go to the Conservation Commission. They love and, to come to planning board first, right. the residents. Yeah, but it's my understanding, like the public isn't notified of the planning board process because it's a site plan review, the zoning board, it is. They get it's a a public. It's a public. Every, meeting. Everyone's watching
1: us. So
0: whoever has cable <laughs> and wishes to watch yeah, no,
5: We it, it, They usually come here and then they'll go to zoning after us,
0: or yeah. even if it is proposed to zoning first and zoning yeah. will send you back here. That's yeah. the same thing.
5: So December 10. That's perfect. And then do you want to talk about a site visit now.
1: Preferably before we have this, back in the 7th. I can, I, if you are okay with us picking a time now?
5: That's fine. December, 10th? That's December,
6: 7th. December 7th. You
1: have your calendar, Kathy? Yeah, what
0: are we doing? Picking a <laughs> site walk date. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I may not go to the sidewalk. walk. You just said you wanted to do the I site do, walk. I do, I do, but I think cheapest. when they do the pictures, I'll be happy with that, now that I kind of
0: understand I want to do the site walk. So... So we, did, we have to finish our vote first. I mean, I can we've drive it down in. there. I don't need so to. So we've made a sec. It's been seconded, and, and, and it's been seconded to move this to December seventh. Can I? Um, we're going to take a vote. Jim. Aye. David. Aye. Joe.
2: Aye.
0: Kathy. Aye. And I'm an aye. So we're going to
4: move this to the seventh. May, may it. I suggest? I think the applicant mentioned a balloon test. You might want to coordinate the site visit with the balloon test you know when that might be
5: we haven't scheduled it yet so um let's talk about that but uh we can what we can do is put a balloon up in the air um to the height of it the day that we do the site visit uh, and the only issue that i i completely agree that would be valuable the only issue is scheduling it because that then becomes much more weather dependent uh, right. so we might have to uh, um,
3: oh i like the balloon
5: Uh, oh so now you uh, want to come balloons are great on uh non-windy days and a pain when it's windy and you know we can walk through the woods in the rain but we can't put the balloon up so uh, um, we're gonna have to kind of be thoughtful with respect to how we schedule the site visit
1: Um, i'm I'm perfectly fine with that and can offer some flexibility just depending upon schedule Um, are we are you looking at doing that next week Next week is Thanksgiving week, and and 20, I'm on
5: your schedule. So yeah, so did, I don't know
1: how far you guys have to come from. I think your office is not that far, the attorney. Um, uh, I'm more than happy to do it Wednesday morning, the 23rd. I actually have reasonable flexibility on Tuesday afternoon, the 22nd, as well. And then I suspect everybody's taking Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. <laughs> well, Friday. Some people do work on Friday. I'll be working on Friday.
5: Okay, uh, what I'm going to suggest is that we talk about Tuesday the 22nd yep. um, um, or Wednesday the 23rd.
1: Yeah. And then just if, if nothing there looks good, my Monday the 28th in the afternoon after 1 o'clock is clear,
5: too. The only issue with balloons um, is um, what as the sun warms the world, wind tends to pick up, so we find that they're better in the morning than the afternoon. Uh, If you look at the weather any day, um, the wind speed always increases as the day progresses. So uh, we try to do them in the morning if possible. And again, this is just... uh, based on prior experience.
3: You guys do it around you, because I don't know that I'm positive I'm going yet or not, but I know David will go, I trust what you tell me anyway.
1: Well, that's your first mistake. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, Wednesday morning, I can do it. And and frankly, Tuesday morning, I can do it. I have a 10 o'clock Zoom on that Tuesday.
0: The 22nd, I'm open.
1: The 22nd, yeah, so I mean, if it's nine o'clock or or 11, I can make it happen. As yeah. Obviously, I live in Canton, so just at the other end.
5: Um, it'll take us, we'll have the balloon up from like 9 to 11. Take, yeah. It'll take several uh, um, hours for the guys to take all the pictures and stuff. Um, so um, I'll tell you, we'll have the b- balloon up from 9 to 11, and probably longer, but I can guarantee that. Uh, on Tuesday, the 22nd, or um, Wednesday, the 23rd, and um, um, did you want to say or one more date just only because weather is always just Monday is is the best one for me but that's not morning so why don't we say Tuesday the 29th Uh, did you say that was available let me just go look sorry
1: if it's morning morning um, the I can do o'clock. it not, yeah. Tuesday the 29th in the morning, I can do it in the morning. Just
5: uh,
0: I can as well.
5: Stand. I'm just um, an about yeah, choice. I better write people's people health. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you don't know. <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to say, just to recapture, is Tuesday, the, we'll meet at the site um, uh, Tuesday at 9 o'clock. Um, and when I say the site, uh, you can drive up Nassar Arad on yep. the road um, to the property. There's a gate and we'll meet at the gate uh, uh, at 9 o'clock yep. um, and I'll be in contact with Karen. Um, usually I can predict the weather the day before with some certainty, um, so I'll be in touch with Karen Monday, the 21st, if we can or cannot on the 22nd, if it can't be the 22nd, we'll do the 23rd. And if we can't do the 23rd because weather just doesn't cooperate. Uh, we'll do it on the 29th.
1: Um, and if you can predict the weather, you should get a job at the news station. Karen can share with you um, our cell phone number so that it, if there's anything, you don't need to, and our email address, so you can just, you don't need to loop her yeah, right you know,
5: I Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll set up a group yeah. email chain with um, Karen, um, Karen, who has been unbelievably responsive and very pleasant to deal with.
1: Another um, one that loves you, Karen. I'm telling I you.
5: That. I didn't know, we had never met. Uh, when I filed the application, you were out, so I didn't know it was your... No, uh, uh, <laughs>
1: Karen's awesome. We love Karen.
5: Uh, so yeah, we'll coordinate that. I'm sorry. and uh, um, so At least we have some parameters. Uh, um, to go Great. Thank you. Thank you. We Great. look
0: forward to the emails and going to see the balloon.
5: Great. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
5: Maybe we can get the
1: newscast to put up this. How do balloon?
4: Oh,
0: indeed. no, well, I'm not going to talk to Adam. That's <laughs> <just> okay. <laughs> you didn't
1: to <laughs> it's OK to do that. It's OK to approve the minutes. <laughs> yes,
0: I would like to. Uh, Thank you. Make a motion that Kathy. Open item number five, please, which a is a second. David.
1: Aye. Jim. Aye.
0: Joe. Aye. Kathy. And I'm an aye aye.
3: Go ahead, Kathy. Um, I want to make a motion that we approve the minutes of October 19th, 19th, 2022. Oh my God. That's okay. I, even, I can't do the meeting minutes of motion without a commotion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and November.
4: Yeah, there's two second. dates.
3: Oh, and November 2nd, 2022. <laughs> i
0: second. David?
1: Aye. Jim? Aye.
0: Kathy? Aye. <laughs> Joe? I and I'm an eye. I had one thing I wanted to bring up before we close the meeting. Mm. Um, I just want to reiterate that on November 29th MAPC along with this, the planning board will be holding an event uh, at 6:30 p.m. to discuss uh, items with the master plan in reference to possible redevelopment of downtown helping with dimensional and design standards as well as trying to make it a better place for people to Walk through and utilize. Um, I'd like to make a motion. If anything, anything, anybody else wants to bring up before we adjourn? No, but that thing on the oh, 29TH Mr. Houston, I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir.
4: Just wanted to let the board know that uh, they will be doing additional paving down at the reserve on the twenty-second. Awesome. Um, that I recommended that they start late in the morning because it's beyond the fifteenth, and you want the subgrade to. To warm up and the only day that the paver could start late was the 22nd so they're they're going to be paving industrial drive it's important to get that paved and oh, good. some of the additional roads in the subdivisions so. thank you sir
0: thank you anything else anybody wanted to bring up
1: well, i had like... something and i forgot what it is <laughs> you'll don't remember, remember. at
0: three in the morning um like i do I, <laughs> I thought it was in
1: my notes and i don't have it
0: uh i'd like to make a motion that we adjourn for the evening can i get a second
1: oh, we do. second have... She has a question.
0: Jim, I'll, I'll, Jim. Aye, David. Aye. Joe. Aye. Kathy. Aye. And I'm an I. Good evening, everyone. Have thank you for watching and be safe.